Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrier. And we're not experts. No, we're not. But we're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're not experts. We're just podcast hosts. And we do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost, from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. Indeed, we do, Dory. And if you would like to reach us, you can text us or send us a voicemail at 781-591-0390, or you can email us or leave us a voice memo. Send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And just a reminder that you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mention on the show. Follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast, and do join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash forever35podcast, where the password is serums. Oh, I like how you said that, Dory. Serums. (laughs) Are you speaking with a French accent because you're watching another French TV show? Well, I feel like in French that would be serum. Serum. Serum? Okay. Serum. Okay. I don't know. I'm just making that up. Um, 
I am watching another French TV show, Kate. It's true. I just can't stay away from the French. What is it called? It's called Lupin. Wolf? Does that mean wolf? Away. <laughs> I've still got it. That's think, two years of think, AP French. I think l- loop is loop is is wolf, and maybe Oops. Lupin means wolf like, or maybe it means like butter knife. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah it 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 comes from the the word the word uh, wolf. Okay, few. Okay. Um. So yes, so I'm watching this show. A few people had recommended it to me, and you know, I have to say, I feel seen. Oh, really? Yes, because whenever people are like, "This is a show you would love," it's always like, "Is it?" You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, do you do you really get me? Um, and this is indeed a show that I am truly loving. It's also one of those shows where. I'm saying I feel like I'm saving the last episode because I don't want it to be over. Oh, I know the feeling. And it's I was also I was I was sure it was like eight or ten episodes, and it turns out it's only five. Oh gosh, that's not I know. enough. Such a tease. So I've I've watched four of the five. Oh, so you're just savoring that last I, one, huh? You know, I didn't even realize I was doing it until just the second, and then I was like, oh. I seem to every night find a reason why I can't watch it that night. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I do. I do just need to finish it. So here's here's what it's about. It's it's a French Netflix show about a master of disguise named oh Assan okay. Diop, who takes inspiration from a classic French fictional character named Arsène Lupin. And this was a series of books that came out in the early 20th century. Arsène Lupin was also a master of disguise and a thief who kind of, he, he like works outside the law, but as a force for good. He's kind of like a Robin Hood-esque character. Is a master of disguise a con artist or is it like a person with a, a, a box of wigs? Kind of both. Okay. Like he uses okay. his abilities as a master of disguise often to fool people, but it's, it's always, it seems to always be in the service of like, uh, a greater good, even if he's like breaking the law. Of course, which yeah. means you're on his side. You're, on, you're always on his side. Exactly. And even though he's not a detective, but he's got kind of detective elements to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So of course I love it. And you know, I don't want to say too much more because I feel like whatever I say about the plot, it's going to be a spoiler. Uh, but all I will say is if you're a fan of mysteries at Paris and a kind of mm. David versus Goliath tale, I, I highly recommend. Okay. I'm really, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I love and when the, you find comfort in the boob tube, you know? Uh, yeah. The, the, the main character is handsome and charismatic and it's just, it, it's, it's, it's great. I, I'm really, I'm really liking it. Also, I, I want to mention there's a new Maisie Dobbs book out. Oh, have you read it? I have not read it yet, but it sounds very good. It's called The Consequences of Fear. Ooh, that sounds like a Brene Brown title, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound like it could also be like her latest book? 
What if like Maisie becomes like a Brene Brown like figure in 1940s England? Like a head <laughs> she of pivots. her time. Yes, she, she pivots from being a detective to being like an Talking inspirational self esteem. Yeah, a self help guru. I would live for that, <laughs> Jacqueline. If you're listening. <laughs> Or Brene, if you're listening. Or Brene, <laughs> exactly. Maybe they can um, team up like Louise Penny and Hillary Clinton. Oh my gosh. See, now you're talking. I know, I don't, have we even mentioned that on the show? I don't think we have. I think we, either we have or we did in a private conversation and I, and they've blurred. Yeah, and I definitely mentioned it on Instagram, but Louise Penny and Hillary Clinton are writing a mystery together, which I mean. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what else I forgot to mention? Yes, sorry. Jessica McClintock died. The dressmaker? Yes. Wow. 1992 me is very yeah, sad. Exactly. I know. A real a real icon of our tween of and teendom. <laughs> I'm also like kind of terrified because I, I noticed that like the teens of today are wearing like ruffle skirts. And I'm a little worried that that's about to make a comeback. Like those three-tier ruffle skirts? Kind of, yeah. I remember those fondly. Well, <laughs> teens are wearing them, Dory. Wow. So you're about to remember them again. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, noted. And, uh, you know, RIP <laughs> Jessica McClintock. It, <laughs> yeah, that's had, sad. It is sad. Um, and then you had something else you wanted to talk about. Oh, yes. I wanted to mention to anyone interested that... I have signed up for bystander intervention training, which I am really excited about doing. Um, it's being sponsored by Asian Americans Advancing Justice, and I, and I believe Hollaback is the other organization. It's not something I've ever done before, and I feel like it will be especially useful for me, uh, just knowing my own like ability, to be, my own fear of speaking up and saying things. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we we linked to that in a previous show notes and I'll link to the information again, but I'm doing it in April. Anyone wants to do it with me or do it uh, separately? I think it could be really, really helpful. Sounds I want to give that a plug. Yep. Thank you for mentioning it. Dory, you are welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a break. And then when we come back... We are going to hear from a, a true smorgasbord of of listener emails, texts, and voicemails. Oh boy, get ready. The first email is a doozy. Buckle up. All right. BRB. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's... 
vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got what? to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com 
slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. All right. You know, you said, Dory, before we left to go do an ad break to buckle up. And what I think you were referring to is your Buckle up your bras. Yes. <laughs> too much Too much of a leap there? Too much of a leap? Look, I'm into it. Okay. Thank you for your support here. All right. Well, we received this email that just shook me to my core. I'm going to just take it away. Hi, Kat and Dora. Please do. I'm an episode or so behind, so I'm not sure if we're still on the topic of underwear. I just want to interrupt and say we're always on the topic well, of underwear. I was just thinking that too. Right? <laughs> All right, they continue. But I just had to pause the pod to say this, all caps. Please wash all of your bras and underwear before wearing. After four years of working at Victoria's Secret during college, I can say that that there are many people who try on underwear and bathing suits without keeping their underwear on. Yes, gross, I know. I will spare you the details of years witnessing truly disgusting habits. And that one time my coworker and I interrupted a couple being intimate in a dressing room. I still don't know how they got in there. In short, wash it all. I know some folks just rip the tags off and pop those babies on, but you truly have no idea whose bare bottom has graced the presence of those adorable cotton hipsters you just purchased. Welp, that's today's tip from an ex-Victoria's Secret employee. Love you both and love the pod. 
Oh, baby. I'm on board with this. I mean, I think I've talked about before how I I wash everything before I wear it. Yeah, I think you have. And have I talked about how I don't do that? Yeah, I think we did have this conversation. And so for me, it's not just about potentially buying something something that someone has tried on with their bare ass and vagina or penis. It's more about... Uh, because I'm ordering a lot of stuff online, which I think is coming shipped like straight mm-hmm. from a warehouse. But like, you don't know what has contaminated your clothes in that factory or warehouse. Like, I feel like I've read online comments from people who have worked in factories and warehouses that have been like, uh, wash your stuff. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> so I, I always wash everything. Now, I used to not, including underwear, including underwear that I bought in like the bargain bin at Filene's basement. Yeah. That a thousand people had touched before <laughs> me, which is so disgusting now. But, you know. With all my anxieties, I am not a germaphobe. And so stuff like this does not faze me. I guess I am not a germaphobe either. I swear to you, I'm not. I believe you. I believe you. But somehow this has gotten in my head. And I think it started when I was getting clothes ready for Henry. Because I was washing all his clothes before he was born. And then I was like, wait a second. (laughs) Like, maybe I should be doing this for everything. Like, for me. Yeah. And then I looked into it a little more and I was like, oh, oh, I should. I should be doing this for everything. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know. Look, no judgment. This has just become something that I've grown accustomed to. And now after reading this listener's email, I'm, I'm even more... I'm I'm more firm in my beliefs that that this is a good practice for people who have the means to do it. All right, Dory. Well, apparently this listener agrees with you. So great. Let's leave it at that. <sighs> um, okay. Well, on a different note, here's another email. Hi, Kate and Dory. I love the podcast and have been a devoted listener since the early pandemic slash here for you days after coming over from Matt and Dory's excellent adventure. I love a I love a pod origin story. Me too. All right. I'm a huge fan, but I have what I think is possibly a silly question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Today is my 35th birthday. Well, happy birthday, listener. And I want to know about serums. Here's the thing. I loved makeup in my 20s as a big-time career girl living in New York City, but then I moved to Florida and have had a much more relaxed life for the past five years, focusing on getting sober from alcohol use disorder and then building a new life, which now includes a wonderful husband and almost one-year-old baby boy. I mostly stopped wearing makeup during this time, but have gotten back into it in the past month as a form of new mom self-care. But here's the thing. I do not have a good skincare routine and never have. Realize that a lot of this probably comes from my own mom, who never wears moisturizer or SPF, barely drinks water, doesn't brush her teeth at night, etc. These are habits I see in myself, and I'm trying to get better as I reach this milestone birthday. But my question isn't so so much about what to do for skincare. I kind of know that I need to cleanse and moisturize, wear SPF more consistently, and all that. My question is about serums. Specifically, what are they exactly? How do they work? What do I need to know to get started? I really want to make skincare a part of my self-care routine this year. And I want to make it more fun and experiment while also taking better care of myself in other areas of life too. But I'm just 
so confused about some things like serums. I just want to know where to get started. If it helps, I have very classic combination skin. My forehead is constantly oily AF and my cheeks are dry. I have frequently been told on the rare occasion that I had a facial in the before times that my skin is dry. I was even always told that by masseurs. So I'm so that's not just a face issue. I'd love to just figure out what to do here and what serums I should start with or try, hopefully without breaking the bank. Any advice is greatly appreciated. Well, well, well. Listener, first of all, happy birthday. The first thing I want to say is something I am working on personally, which is adding a moral value to these practices. Mm-hmm. You're doing great already. Serums... I'm going to define in the way I understand them as a person who by profession is a writer and not an esthetician or a chemist or a dermatologist or any of those things. But I believe they are highly concentrated skincare products targeted based on a specific need. So for example, hydration, redness, or might provide hydration for dry skin, uh, a redness, um, fine lines and wrinkles, shall we say. Different serums do different things. So you, if you want to add one to your skincare regimen, you're going to want to add one that works for you. It sounds like you don't necessarily maybe need like an exfoliating, exfoliating serum, but maybe you want something kind of add hydration, like a hyaluronic mm-hmm. acid or a niacinamide. Love a niacinamide. Doris, do you think that I summed up what a serum is? Did I get I do. that right? Yeah. It's something that I think is intended to like soak into your skin. Yes. Yeah. Um, I also fully agree with you about trying to avoid assigning a moral value to skincare. Um, I think that you, you can just, you can, you can just get started. I mean, I would, I, I like to suggest people kind of dipping their toe into skincare, start with a line like the ordinary, which is at a really good price point. And so therefore allows you to kind of sample things that, you know, you might not, you might not be willing to buy like four $50 serums, but you might be willing to buy four like $5 serums. Yeah. Um, so I would kind of start there and see what in their line addresses your particular skincare concerns. But I also think truly drinking a lot of water, using an SPF, having a good night cream, like making sure to take off if you wear makeup, taking off your makeup at the end of the day. I think those are kind of the big ones. Yeah. And I think, you know, I know we are still in the COVID times where, you know, going to get a facial or going to the dermatologist, I think go to the dermatologist, get those moles checked, everybody. But um, you may not, I don't know what your comfort level, your exposure, your risk. I don't know any of that. So I don't want to say like, go out of the house and get this checked out. But I, I do feel like, I mean, this listener tells us they have combination skin and oily skin, but that can like their forehead is oily, their cheeks are dry. Uh, that can, I think, be a variety of things. And so rather than have us try to armchair diagnose you, I would say, like, check in with a profesh. Mm-hmm. 
and see what they have to say and then maybe add a product that they recommend or an, or a product with an ingredient that they recommend into your skincare routine after cleansing before moisturizing. Yeah. I think that's good advice. And if anyone else wants to weigh in and support this 35-year-old listener, we welcome it. Indeed. All right. We've got one more skin care-related cue. Hi, Kat and Dor. I'm a huge fan. Um, and today I'm calling to ask if anyone else feels bad about their neck. Um, I didn't really understand that phrase um, when I first heard about it from Nora Ephron's book, um, but now I'm 39 and I'm noticing that my neck looks really old. <laughs> um, it's kind of saggy um, and I feel like it's kind of early for me to be dealing with a saggy neck. <laughs> and so I guess I'm curious if others have found that their neck is sagging for the rest of them. Um, and if there's, I don't think there's much to be done, but if there's any kind of special cream that people swear by. I'd love to hear about that too. Um, that is it. Thank you so much. Thanks for all you do. Bye. Mm. The eternal neck conundrum. What a strange part of our body, the neck. The neck, yes. You know, you don't even, I never really thought about my neck for like, except when it hurt for like sure. 35 years. And then yep. one day I was like, Oh, what's going on over here? Yep, yep, yep. In fact, just a few days ago, I said to Dory, I said some snarky comment about my neck, and I believe you yelled at me. You scolded me. Did I? I scolded you? In a supportive way, like a don't talk shit about your neck kind of Mm, way. Okay. I don't recall, but I'll take your word for it. You did. And, you know, I... (sighs) What a weird thing it is getting old. You know, you don't want to, like belittle the aging process, especially because as we talk about, it's a true privilege to be here, right? And to keep getting older. Yep. And you, I, I personally aspire to embrace all the changes of my body, but it can be very hard when like we're bombarded with constant Instagram face everywhere we look to then have a, have, have everything just kind of start to droop and sag. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard to be confronted with, you know, the visual reminders of our own decay. And mortality. I mean, it's beyond yeah. just like beauty standards. Yeah. It's, I think this is what, as I, as I end, like get further into my 40s, what I'm realizing is that it's less about like not meeting beauty standards, but more watching my body change and my face change and, and just feeling like, where did the time go? Like, mm-hmm. I don't have much time left. I'm scared. I don't like this. Stop the clock. Like, you know, you know, like it's, I know there's also beauty standards and all that shit, racist bullshit mixed in too. But like, there's a lot of just like, oh my God, the clock is ticking and I want to live my life. Ooh, did I just get too deep about next? You got real deep. So I was just just going to say in the immortal words of our dear friend, Jackie Johnson, Cream your neck. Look, you got to show it some love. Just cream yeah. it. I I put anything I put on my face, I put on my neck. I do too. And sometimes I put an added layer, like Elf, uh, who had sponsored this podcast, sent us something called Holy Hydration Face Cream. 
And it's really nice. And even if I'm not using it on my face, like if I put an oil on, I still bring that, I dig that cream out. I put it all over my neck. Mm. But yeah, just, I would say moisturize it, treat it with love and reverence and, and your chest, like bring the moisturize down to your chest, your boobs, yeah. get, the, get in there. Down to the nips. <laughs> if you have nips, I mean. Yeah. Or the nip area, if you don't have yeah. nips, the, the, the areola zone, as yeah. they call it. Yep. Yeah. And maybe you don't have those and just bring it down. <sighs> oh, gosh. I know. I know. We're really uh, hitting all the stops here. But I mean, it is weird. I, I feel you on the neck thing. And maybe someone has a neck cream that's specific that they love. Yeah. Yeah. I I tend to be a, a little skeptical of specific, of, of creams that are specifically for necks. Yeah, it's like eye cream a little bit, huh? A little bit. Uh, so I tend to just use, again, whatever. Like, I, I just view my neck as an extension of my face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just use whatever I'm using on my face. So. And, you know, as Gwyneth Paltrow famously discussed, you should also be putting stuff on the back of your neck. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sunburn City back there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, RIP my muse, Nora Ephron. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take another break. Okay. We've got a few interesting cues coming up. Okay. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, Our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. 
After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. All right. We are back with an interesting and thought-provoking voicemail. Hi, Kate and Tori. Um, I was just thinking about your conversation today about TV shows um, and that feeling when they're done and you feel so sad. And um, I was wondering if anyone else has it where they have a TV show that they've loved so much that they watched at a point in life that was just kind of like tumultuous and they kind of want to go back and watch it, but they, but it like brings up too many feelings. And that's how I feel about Friday Night Lights, which I watched in 2009 when I graduated college and had no job. And uh, it was quite a time. So, yeah. Okay. Bye. What an interesting question. Do you have something like this? I was trying to think of it. Like, you know, nothing really immediately came to mind. Um, do you have anything like this? You know what came to mind? It's not a show that I like am craving to watch, but it's a show that reminds me about the time when I moved home to be a caregiver for my mom, who was very ill. And we used to watch Deal or No Deal all the time. And like, I can't come across that show without just immediately being like sent back in time to like the mom cancer months of my life. And so mm. that's, but that's not like, I wouldn't, I'm not like sitting here desperate to watch yeah, <laughs> deal yeah, or no yeah. deal. Yeah. But it's just like this weird feeling of like, if I even just like pass it while scrolling through channels, I'm just like, Oh God. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I take comfort in TV when I am like deeply sad the same way I do music. I thought this was such an interesting Mm. question because like Mm -hmm. I definitely watched all of the British television series skins while I was breastfeeding my first child when she was a newborn. And like that resonates with me about that specific time in my life. Like, I don't think I could go back and watch it. I would just be like, but I don't know if I've attached like my sorrows to a show. Right. Right. I don't know. I th- I think this is so interesting. Yeah, I'd love to hear from listeners if this is something that they that like resonates with them. Yeah, I I I I'm dying to know what those shows are. I mean, God, that Friday Night Lights theme music alone makes me feel like weeping. So I, I can't know. imagine having that be my sad show. Whew. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Door. Friday Night Lights. <sighs> Yes. Mm, give me that Tim Riggins. Hey, I feel like I'm at an age where it's like, give me that Coach Taylor. Give me anybody, really. In that I know. Show. Seriously. Once I did stand, right. um, a quick interlude, Dory. Once I did stand in front of the guy who plays Matt Saracen oh. while waiting to pick up a piece of meat at a butcher in Los Feliz, California. And, um, oh. He's very handsome. That's all. He is quite They're handsome. all hot. They're all hot. Okay, Dory, next voicemail. Okay. Hey, Cat and Dor, long-time listener, first-time caller. I am a teacher in Chicago, and my spring break is in two weeks. I live with my two roommates and a dog that I really do love, but for my spring break, I really want to travel somewhere to be on my own, safely. 
originally I pictured myself going on an adventure, like Cheryl Strayed and Wild. It was going to be a whole thing. I was thinking of going to the Smoky Mountains, but my friends and family talked me out of going by myself. They told me that I was going to be eaten by a, a bear or maybe even a scary human man. And I do not disagree. So I'm not going, but I'm really bummed. What should I do? I want to find solitude in nature and I want extended time to myself to decompress from this crazy year. Thanks for taking the time to listen and thanks for making this lucky year better. You have brought me amazing Trader Joe Rex and you really have made me feel so much less alone. Okay. Bye. Mm. Well, aren't you sweet? Thank you for saying that nice thing. About us. Okay, I have a couple thoughts. Do you want to start, Dory, or no, should no, I? No, no, just... no. I would like I would like you to start. Okay. The first thing I want to say is that I feel frustrated that your friends and family talked you out of going to the Smoky Mountains. Mm. Like, was that a real thing you really wanted to do, and you really got talked out of it? Because I, mm-hmm. I, I would still explore that. Maybe not for this vacation, since it sounds like you know the clock is ticking here. Mm-hmm. But. I support you backpacking, hiking, traveling, if you feel safe and comfortable doing so alone. Okay, so that's up there. Okay, so we are not from where you are from. So I don't have like a total suggestion, but our our friend Kate Kennedy of the podcast Be There in Five is a Chicago person. And she has posted on her Instagram about a space she rented. And she says it's 90 minutes from Chicago. She says you can get there by the Metra to New Buffalo, but I don't even know what that is. And I believe this is, it's a vacation home that she booked through someplace called Blue Fish Vacations. Okay. This is in Michigan. And her vacation home was... On one of your lakes, one of your big ass lakes. Is that Lake Michigan? I don't know. I am from Massachusetts and I live in California and I'm embarrassed to say I never totally learned about those big ass lakes. They're very big. They're huge. I've been on one of them and it was like an, it's like an ocean. I mean, they have Mm -hmm. waves. Mm -hmm. So we'll include the link to this place, but credit goes to Kate, but it looks like she rented this like beautiful, quiet peaceful, isolated place that was still a a house with no bears. So (laughs) we'll link to the the vacation rental place and also to Kate's post. So you can check that out because that looked really beautiful. And it like stuck out to me as like, Oh, I wish I could go here in Southern Michigan. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. I think that's a great suggestion, Kate. And yeah, I agree with you about, um, maybe pushing back on on what your friends and family have said about traveling alone. Yeah. Get out there and live your best Cheryl Strayed inspired life. Do it. And uh, anyone out there in the Chicago area or the Midwest who has thoughts on where to go for this listener, we would really appreciate your recommendations since clearly we are of no help in this area. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I really want to visit Chicago, but like I, you know, right now it's hard. Yeah. But I'll get there. So will you. Indeed. Chicago 2022. Here we come. Here we come. I like I like Chicago. 
I have never really been oh okay so so okay so like i've never been to toronto you've never been to chicago (gasps) maybe we do a little they're not that that far from each other maybe we do a little you know midwest swing that would truly be so much fun wouldn't that be fun yes two metropolises metropolis metropolis either way metropoli (laughs) we're coming can't wait (sighs) to get vaccinated and hit the road okay well Dory Shafrir. Kate Spencer. This has been a treat. Treat and a half. It really has. It really has. All, All right, right, everyone. Well, we will talk keep- to you again soon. Indeed. Lilas. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>